Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let me give you a little story here uh, to start off the program, just to have some fun and, uh, you know, a proud pop of the whole nine yards. Uh, you know about uh, the oldest, who was the grad assistant for UConn uh, for the last couple of years after four years at Tampa. UConn, of course, two years ago lost in the first round to New Mexico State in the NCAA tournament up in Buffalo. And uh, the oldest, Tim Russo, couldn't get into the building that day because he had to drive a rented car down the streets of Buffalo to uh, bring some some, uh, you know, some suits and some gear to the gym that was accidentally left behind and they locked him out of the gym. Let him lock him out, but they gave away his credential because a donor came by giving millions to UConn and he, he did not get into the building as part of the staff. So he was screaming and yelling at me at the time via when I was with Bob Wenzel. This is two years ago. I'm never doing this again. Blah, blah, blah. Dee, 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 dee. Well, remember that story when I tell you this one. Uh, uh, him banging on the doors at the uh, whatever that arena is called, the Depot Arena there up in Buffalo for UConn a couple years ago against New Mexico State. That's the year that North Carolina played Kansas uh, in the final. Well, this year, obviously, UConn Final Four, uh, they played the semi, they played the regional final in Vegas, and I decided last minute, uh, you know, really not. Yeah, I'd say about middle of that week before the Final Four in Houston. You know what, geez, how many times is he going to be part of a staff uh, to go to a Final Four? So let me get uh, down to Houston. I won't go for both games because I don't want to miss shows and I don't want to miss radio the day of the championship game. I should be on. But I don't know why I don't go for the two games on Saturday. So I hopped on down uh, to Houston. And I mean hop nice and easy uh, with aforementioned Doug Smith and Ryan McAleer uh, and my lovely wife and ran down to Houston, got to Houston, and Timmy blew us off on our Friday night for dinner late at the Lancaster Hotel. He was uh, predisposed with a couple of Yukon folks, and so Saturday we had breakfast with them, and then Saturday morning uh, I said to uh, my company, I said, let's, let's go take a walk. You know, games are at you know, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. There's a lot of time to kill in uh, Houston. You can't sit there all day at, the, uh, at that hotel. So we took a walk, and in process of taking a walk by Minute Maid Park, it was game three of the Major League Baseball season. The Astros were playing the White Sox. They had split the first two. And the lines to get in the Minute Maid were, I couldn't believe it. Geez, game three, look at this. The place is jammed. This is April 1st. And uh, a gentleman came up to me when I was right by Minute Maid Park. He says, uh, Mr. Uh, whether he said Chris or Mad Dog, I don't know. But he, he, whatever it was got my attention. Can I take a picture? So I took a picture, obviously. I've been down that path before. UConn, a lot of New Yorkers, the whole bit. And the coach had a, a, a jacket on. You know, uh, a, a basketball jacket. So, you know, get to talk and blah, blah, blah. And he says to me, he says, or says to my family, uh, Doug Smith there too, with McAleer, he says, uh, uh, what are you doing out in UConn? My, you know, what are you doing out in Houston? I says, well, you know, my son's a grad assistant at UConn, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's uh, in his second year. He's had a good time. Hurley's been good to him. No, and I, and you're, really? Uh, he says, uh, second year? He says, yeah, he's getting his master's degree. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, looking around, blah, blah, blah. Timmy was going to go to Houston uh, on a job search if, in fact, UConn, 
Khan uh, had not advanced, so but he had to work. So anyway, to make a long story short, oh, I'm really, I'm, a, I'm looking for somebody. Oh, you are? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm looking for somebody who works with computers and stuff. Yeah, my son is a video guy, he works a little video. He says, really? Well, why don't you send him my number? So uh, I was all excited. I left it alone for 12 hours, go to the two games. Uh, I get back to the hotel late at night, and I text this, uh, this person, and I say, um, uh, you know, you still want to meet my son? He says, absolutely. like to get in front of him the, nine, the whole nine yards. So the next morning, I stayed out of it because I didn't want to put pressure on him that daddy was getting him a job, you know, had secured this. So my wife handled it. Jean took care of it and said, listen, if you want to get a hold of the gentleman, here's the number, blah, blah, blah. And then I left, went home. That night, I, I, I was curious. I wanted to make sure hopefully he called him. But that night he did. And a coach had visited him at the team hotel. Really? Wow, I was stunned. He visited you? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's something maybe going on, a whole nine yards. So I was all excited. They win the championship game. Timmy, who did not climb up the ladder against Vegas, or in Vegas against uh, when they won the, uh, the Beacon Zaga, which bothered me, did climb up the ladder this time. All right, so to make a long story short, uh, they were going to reach out to the coach, or they were going to reconnect after they got through the parades and all those kinds of things, you know, back at UConn. And you know, obviously, you know, you got to travel and everything. But to make a long story short you know coaches are in one part of the country and timmy's in another part of the country they did not connect for about 17 18 days they connected the day of the springsteen show at newark uh on the 14th but outside of that they did not connect and i basically said well what are you gonna do coach is busy who knows something comes up he's not thinking about little timmy russo uh, so uh, i know i was disappointed but i figured it is what it is. All right, go talk to UConn. Let's see if UConn wants to handle, wants to work with you in some capacity next year. Remember, grad assistants do not get paid. Want to work with you in some capacity next year, and then I was off to Europe. Uh, you know, May third, a couple weeks later. Uh, and in the process of going to Europe, Tim Russo, uh, good job by him, put out a. Uh, you know, basically flashed emails to everybody you can think of that he's had some uh, relationship with, you know, everybody from John Rothstein to the Oklahoma City head basketball coach who's a former UConn guy, worked at UConn all the way to you name it. I mean, I'm trying to think of some other folks that you would name. Uh, Jay Wright, who was out of basketball, but you, uh, I even told him at the Big Ten. I mean, uh, everybody. Lo and behold, that was a Sunday. The next day, I'm in Vienna. No, I'm in Salzburg. Check that. It's six-hour time difference, so I, I don't speak to him until Tuesday. And lo and behold, the same coach uh, who had run into it um, at, in Houston reached out to him and says, yes. And the first thing he picks up the phone and says, coach, how are you? Coach so-and-so here at this school. And so that impressed Timmy. And he said, uh, you know, we might have something here as a fourth assistant. You know, why, you know computers, video, and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, you know, let me get back to you. We can work out maybe something on the phone, blah, blah, blah. Well, I get news of this and I realize, wow, this is a decent opportunity, but I can't send him out here without really having a little feel of what he's getting into. I mean, what's the gratis, uh, you know, what's, what exactly is the job entail? Uh, you know, it sounds like he was going to be on the bench. So that was good. Uh, and I did trust the coach a whole, a whole heck of a lot. Well, he goes out there the following Monday, which would have been the... 15th of May, two and a half weeks ago. So he goes out there the following Monday, put him on a fl plane early morning, uh, you know, then he changes planes, put him out there on a plane, and I don't hear from him too much, and I try to leave him alone. Coach picks him up at the airport, shows him all around the campus, 
uh, introduces him to the other coaches, uh, introduces him to the deputy AD. So it sounds like it's a big deal. I spoke to him that night. He was excited. The next day, uh, that was Monday. The next day, he's got a full day there. He sends me pictures of the campus, the arena, the whole nine yards, the lockers, the, the, the work rooms, you know, what a kid would send his father who's into sports. So I said, wow, this is, and, and I, I spoke to him again, and it sounded interesting, and wow, this is going to be better than I think. Anyway, the next day, I'm on the way to first take, and he, he FaceTimes me. He's at the airport. He's got like a 6 a.m. plane. The coach had dropped him off. And he said, Dad, you're not going to believe it. Uh, one of the assistants has left. So they offered me the third assistant's job. I said, what? They offered me the third assistant's. What is that? I mean, I know what a third assistant is. I said, well, f- really? Fill me in. You know, so he tells me he was gonna, I'm going to be in charge of specialty plays, inbounds, sideline, out of bounds, and the whole bit. Well, in the process of, I, I couldn't believe it, in the process of that, the coach called my wife and me. What a classy thing to do that night. And he said, listen, you know, we like the kid, blah, blah, blah. Can he live out here? I said, coach, if he lived in stores, Connecticut, he can live out where you are. I trust me. So I think he just wanted to make sure that we were okay with this decision. So to make a long story short, and it's a long story, he flies back home. With the, you know, feeling that he's in good shape. He has to start on May 28th. I said, geez, that's, that's two days. So this is, he flew home last Wednesday. The, uh, I think he flew home the 21st or 2nd. No, he flew home the 22nd of May. He's got to start the, you know, 10, no, I'm sorry. He flew home the 17th of May. I think, no, I think that's the correct date. 17th of May. And he's got to be out there the 28th. So to make a long story short, put him on a plane on Sunday morning. And got his car packed, had to ship the car out. It's amazing what it takes to ship a kid and his life basically 3,000 miles away. You'd be amazed. So essentially, he goes out there Sunday with, you know, a certain amount of luggage, put him in a hotel for a couple of, for, you know, a couple of weeks, doesn't have a place to live yet, the whole nine yards. But to make a long story short today, he signs a, they got to sign a one-year contract or 11 months. He signs a deal to, and he got to sign it, had to do fingerprints, background check. You'd be amazed. Third assistant at Northern Arizona University. Can you imagine that? The Lumberjacks. Shane Barkar is the head coach. Oh, what a classy guy he is. He sent pictures of this signing little thing today from his office to my family. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I think you might want to look at, see this. Great kid. Glad to have him here. So he signs, and he's now a third assistant, Timmy Russo, at NAU, Big Sky Conference, lost last year championship game of their conference to Montana State, who then played Kansas State and lost 94-82. Yes, the same Kansas State that played in the Garden and lost to FAU. How about that? At Northern Arizona. Lumberjack basketball. Where is it? Flagstaff, Arizona. There's only two ways to get there. Dallas, then American on a short plane. Phoenix, small one. The flagstaff. That's it. No other way. A couple flights a day. So Timmy Russo, basically today, was part of his first practice as an assistant coach. And the number one assistant, by the way, is was that uh, Ben Johnson was at Washington State 
and recruited Clay Thompson. And an addendum here, I can't say enough about Hurley, Tom Moore, never again am I going to knock Quinnipiac under his tutelage, and Luke Murray. Yes, three of the big guys there at UConn. Hurley, you know. Murray, of course, one of the assistants. Kamani's the, another, another big assistant. Uh, Timmy didn't know him as well. Uh, but Tom Moore obviously helped Timmy get that thing. Who I remember I was in Europe. Mentored Timmy through this whole process, even to the point of what to wear. And Murray even told him this week, Tim, did you change your Twitter account? To what, Coach? Coach Russo. I think he did today. So, Lumberjack basketball is where it's at at Sirius XM. And Shane Barkar, the head coach. You will hear, first off, I'm going to be at those games. If you don't think I'm going to be at that first home game, I don't care if I got to walk to Flagstaff, and I don't care if it's Game 7 of the World Series. If you don't think I'm going to be, and his mother, are going to be at that first game, I don't care if they have 100 people at the game, and they might. They, have, they were 5-13 and 13 in the league last year. They played Texas and Michigan State. If you don't think that I am 5-13 and 13 in the league, uh, whatever they were overall, if you don't think that I am not going to be at that first game next year, and if I can arrange and figure out a way to do radio on Flagstaff, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. So, Tampa bouncing on a door at Buffalo to a... And how would we have ever known that there was something going on in northern Arizona if I wasn't walking around Minute Maid Park day of the Final Four? And then silence, how it goes for 16, 17 days. And this guy, this coach, when Timmy was out there, had the, had the, had the nicety to text and call. I was on a train when he texted. You could be home in a half hour, I got to talk to you. Text my wife and me to make sure we were okay with our son going 3,000 miles away to be a coach. And then said, hey, sent a picture, which I'm going to put on the Facebook page. Sent a, sent, and you can also put that little passage that he sent below it, Eddie, if you want. Sent a picture of that today. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. I've had to keep this secret for a month, and you know that drove me crazy. Tori knew. I thought he'd spill the beans, but his kid is now running the nets, so he's okay on his own end. I wanted to tell you that. So we are going to follow in unison. Bill, that means you and Chevy Chase. Hayden, oh, yes, sir. That means you. Uh, Rich in Orange County, California. Jim in Orange County. Mike at your dopey little law office. Jai. Uh-huh. Mike in San Francisco. Ben in Michigan. Uh, my uh, Rob in Scottsdale. You know the crew. The little fandom we have, our little family. We are going to follow, and I'll get you the schedule when it comes out. We are going to be on top. I don't care if I got a, I don't care how to do it. I am watching every basket of every game this year. And I told the coach, coach, remember, you're getting a guy who's green here. Timmy's not ready to diagram a play to win a ball game. We'll take care of it, Chris. 
Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.